So God revealed to me that I was actually letting my insecurities get in the path of the full potential that he has for me. Y'all, when he revealed that to me, I couldn't say a word because he was telling the truth. So that led to the second episode where we'll talk about insecurities. So in that episode, we're going to talk about how God created us the way he created us for a reason. And he is going to use that reason that he created us to make us stronger, to make us relatable, etc., etc. So while I was studying, I was like, okay, God, I am truly guilty of letting my insecurities get in my way. But there is one big insecurity that has popped up in my life out of nowhere that I don't know how to get rid of it. I need you to tell me how I'm going to get rid of this thing. So then, y'all, God led me to episode three, which we'll talk about our temple. So over the past couple months, I gained my quarantine weight like everybody else. But I also gained some recovery weight during my surgery. And y'all know I couldn't work out while I had my cysts. So I have a lot of extra weight on me that I am not used to and I am honestly not comfortable with. And I was like, God, make me comfortable with this. And he said, I am not going to make you comfortable with it because I don't want you to have this extra weight on you. I need you to take care of your body, work out, eat healthy because I need to use your body. And then he reminded me that he is my power and within him, my weakness is made strong. So I need to rely on his power to get over this overeating that I've been doing from being lazy and not wanting to exercise. He said, use my power to make you strong and you can get rid of this thing that I don't even want on you. And and through that study, he just reminded me that my body is a temple and I only get one. And he needs to use this one body, so I need to treat it as a temple. And that led to the third episode. So if y'all couldn't tell, this series is going to be very intimate to me because I'm letting y'all in for real, for real. So this series is going to invite you guys in to the walk that I took for God to realize that I'm supposed to be set apart and being comfortable in being set apart. (laughs) so God really did a work within me to get me to love myself and see myself as he sees me and also to love myself as he loves me many times before this process I would try to jump into things with people oh Shay didn't know he was getting that prior to addressing these issues I would jump into relationships or situationships and I would stay there for too long because I just felt like This person accepts me for who I am, so let me just deal with them. Or I didn't understand my worth, so I stayed in a situation longer than I had to. So it was definitely something that God needed to work within me, and I couldn't realize that until I was obedient to him and let everybody go. Be obedient, y'all. Just, ugh, I didn't even know I was getting there. Now, I want to tell y'all that this process was truly a journey. It was not something that happened overnight. And I still have my days. I still have my days where I wake up and I'm like, Lord, I just can't go out and present myself in this world. I am so shy. I don't want to say hate to this person. I don't want to see these people. 
So I still have my days. Like, honestly, it took me so long to even write this episode because every time I went to write it, I was just like, nope, Lord, I'm not I'm not there yet. I'm not set apart yet. Like, mm -mm. I don't want to get in front of this camera and talk to these people about this. Uh Uh-uh, too personal. But I want to thank my girl, Alexis Bomb of Christ. Her video, Spiritual Warfare, is real. And that video really spoke to me, and it got my mind back on track. And right after that video went off, I got on my iPad, and I typed this episode out. Because I am tired of letting the enemy control me. The enemy saw me take a huge leap of faith and be obedient to God with me starting the podcast and doing Intentionally Shay. The enemy just like crept back in and started getting to me. I was really letting him get the best of me. So it was like I was being obedient, but I wasn't acting in my full potential because I was letting the enemy get me stuck on this instead of this, what God really thinks of me. I've broken down the background of this series so we're about to get into this in-depth bible study where we are going to talk about being a living sacrifice and what it truly means so get your bibles out ladies and turn to romans chapter 12 and we are going to be reading verse 1 in this section of romans paul is writing to the roman people about how to behave as a christian and the first part of the letter focuses on being a living sacrifice I personally believe that Paul chose to write about being a living sacrifice first because it is such an important foundation in our Christian walk. Because even if it's walking in obedience or walking in faith, a lot of the times we're going to be sacrificing what our flesh man wants to do compared to what God wants us to do. Our main sole purpose in this Christian walk is to live a life in the will of God. And so it's so important for us to realize that that this walk that we're in is not for us, but it's for him. We are in this world to represent Christ, not ourselves. So many times during our Christian walk, God is going to ask us to do something that we do not want to do. Trust me, he has definitely told me one too many times. I'm just playing, Lord. (laughs) But he has definitely told me more than once. To do something that I did not want to do. But I am living to obey his commands. And walk in the will that he has for my life. Because this life isn't mine. It's his. I owe everything to him. So Paul opens the chapter with. Therefore I urge you brothers and sisters. So let's stop at urge. The NLT translation uses plead. And then the ESV translation uses appeal. So all of these words are pretty much saying, sis, this is your best option, but key word there is option. So this actually made me think of the conversation that I had with my cousin's wife a while back when she was telling me that she doesn't take the flu vaccine and she had to sign a paper pretty much saying that she didn't want to take it. The hospital didn't force her to take the flu vaccine, but they highly encouraged her to take the flu vaccine, which is pretty much like, hey, I think you need to take this vaccine, but if you don't, it's on you. It's an option. But y'all know at the end of the day, they really want them to take that vaccine so they didn't have to miss work if they got the flu. It's kind of pretty much the same thing what Paul is saying here. So Paul is saying, hey, I urge you to do this, but it is an option, okay? Because if you don't do this, 
this can happen, okay? We're going to get to what can happen later on. But Paul does remind the people that it's an option. But right before he reveals to them what he urges them to do, he reminds them why they should do it, which is probably something the hospital will do too. They'll be like, you should take the vaccine so you won't get sick. So Paul says, in view of God's mercy. Okay, so God is compassionate. God is forgiven. God does not want harm for us. So whatever God is asking us to do or whatever he's asking us not to do is always for our protection. It's always for our greater good. It's not just for him to get the glory, but it's for us as well because he's just that loving. And going back to our other series, he is just that good of a shepherd. When I was writing this, one thing I thought about is this is not just God up in heaven trying to like show his dominance to the angels and be like, watch what I make them do. Watch what I make them do. That's not what he's trying to do. He's literally just trying to protect us because he loves us. So Paul reminds the Roman people that God is merciful. So he's looked out for you a whole bunch. So that's why I'm urging you to do this. And remember, I'm urging you because God is merciful. And so you should do this as a return to him. So now Paul goes on to say what he urges the people to do. He says, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. So we're going to stop there. So what does it mean to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice? The Message Bible explains it perfectly, in my opinion. It says, take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. Basically, to live His will and not ours, what I said at the start of this video. Before we make a move, before we make a decision, before we speak, we should always put God in front of that situation, that scenario, that sentence, whatever. We should always put God in front of everything that we do in this life. That's living as a living sacrifice. So basically what I'm saying is being a living sacrifice is trusting God every step of the way through your life. I know I told this story before, but it was a really big deal to me because it was the first career decision that I ever put God in front of. Okay, so around March of last year, I was presented an opportunity to switch companies and get about an extra $10,000 on top of the salary that I already make currently. So when I got the opportunity, I took it to God in prayer and I just did not have peace about it. So I just kept taking it to God and be like, hey, God, what you want me to do? And I never got peace, never got peace about it. And I know what God's peace feels like because I felt it before. So I knew I wasn't receiving the peace that I needed. So I didn't receive that peace until I sent my email declining the job offer. That's when the peace of God that transcends all understanding came over my life, y'all. Now, <laughs> my flesh wanted me to take that job. My flesh wanted that extra $10,000 a year, okay? But God didn't want that extra $10,000 a year from me. And I can tell y'all, I have not regretted that decision since I made it. And I know people think, girl, you are so crazy, especially when I have to go out and DoorDash to get some extra money sometimes. But 
I'm like, I enjoy DoorDash it. Like, I use it as an opportunity to be the light. Like, first of all, when I'm DoorDashing, I get to listen to sermons. I get to listen to podcasts. I get to sing my gospel music so loud. I get to talk to myself and God. I just sit in my car and talk to him sometimes. I get to serve people when I drop their foods off. I get to say, God bless you. Have a good day. I get to serve people. Uh, and I get out the house, which is something that I really did need to do, especially during the quarantine, because I really stayed in the house a lot. I genuinely enjoy dashing. So when you're walking in the will that God has for your life, something that somebody would look at as absolutely crazy, you're comfortable in it. And when you're walking in the will of God and you're in that path of peace, Why wouldn't you want to walk in his will? Why would you want to go down the path of chaos and confusion? Why would you want to do that? And that's something that I think about periodically. Like, what if I would have chosen that job? I wouldn't have had the opportunity to get on live every single Tuesday, to record every single Tuesday, to make sure we are being consistent every single Saturday because I would have been traveling more than I traveled before for work. I would have been in chaos and confusion because I wasn't doing what God really wanted me to do in my life. All right, so let's move on. Let's move on. So Paul goes on to say, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. So God wants us to be one, holy, which we already know means set apart, and two, pleasing to him. So there is no way as a Christian that someone should be confused if you are a Christian or not. If they are confused, something's wrong. Take that to God in prayer. And I also encourage you to watch our spring cleaning series. I think that'll help you out as well. There's some things you need to declutter in your life. But yeah, we shouldn't be confused with the people of this world. We should be set apart, as God says. We're holy. We're a chosen generation, y'all. So we should be set apart. And no, I'm not saying that you always have to go present yourself in this world rocking Christian apparel or reading Bible scriptures all the time or jamming out to gospel music every single time you get in your car. That's not what I'm saying. Like, that stuff is great, but that stuff doesn't equate to you being a true Christian and a true example of what Christ is. I'm saying that when you step out, people should see your heart for God. When you have a heart for God, you're kind, you're humble, you're forgiving, you want to give, you're walking in positivity. For example, we should never tell people off, I get angry as Christians. We should try our best not to. I know a lot of the times people do it, but we should try our best not to. That is something that the people of the world do because they are letting the enemy use them as Christians. We shouldn't let the enemy use us. We should walk in the path of God with his heart. It may be okay for a worldly person to go off on their waiter, but it's not okay for us as Christians because then we represent God incorrectly. As a Christian, if our waiter is being so rude to us, we should just show them kindness. We should show them compassion. We should show them love. We don't know what's going on in their life. We don't know what Satan is doing inside of their spirit at that moment. And it is up to us to be that example for Christ in that person's life. Can you imagine an angry waitress coming up to you and every time they come to your table, you're just like, hey, how are you doing? You're doing a great job. Thank you for your service. Have a blessed day. Tip them twice the bill. Do you know what that will do for their heart? 
that hardened heart is going to soften. And they're going to be like, man, this person, I tried everything. Let me try the God that they serve. That's what got them like that. Let me try the God that they serve. Or when your coworkers are complaining, as Christian people, we shouldn't be complaining like the world's people because we know that God has plans for us to prosper and not to harm us. We all know that he'll work out everything for the good of him if we just be obedient and follow his path. We already know that as Christians, so why are we complaining like the worldly people at work? Yeah, I know them customers acting crazy. So, we have God. <laughs> We're set apart from the world. We should not blend in with them. So basically, you're not leading with how you talk. You're leading with how you walk. Like for instance, I know a lot of the times growing up, parents may say, oh, don't you cuss. But if you're cussing, why wouldn't your children follow in your foot, your path? People see you and how you're moving and how God is working in your life. And prayerfully, they look at your life and they look at what you're doing and they want to be as happy as you. They want to be as satisfied as you. They want to be as content as you. So they look into the God that you serve. And y'all know what that does? That gets that person to church. That gets that person in prayer. That gets that person in the Bible. And that is pleasing to God. So, one, we're being holy. We're being set apart, like Paul said. And then two, if they see us doing that, we're pleasing God. Because we got another person in the kingdom of Christ. That's what he wants. He just wants his people to come into his kingdom. So the verse ends with, this is your true and proper worship. We're all going to leave this world one day, but he wants all the people to be with him. He is a God of choice. He gives you a choice. And he wants us to make the right choice, but he is not going to force us to. He is not a dictator. So having the full knowledge and understanding of what being a living sacrifice is leads us to our true and proper worship. And you're asking, so, you know, why are we, like, worshiping, like? We're worshiping because God gave us a living sacrifice, y'all. We should be ecstatic. God gave us a Savior to wipe us of all of our sins. I owe him my life, y'all. Like, when I go to judge somebody, I have to think, what if God judged me? Like, I don't deserve that forgiveness that he gave to me, but he gave us Jesus. He gave it to everybody, even the sinners. He knows how these sinners are. Even the worldly people, he gives them the opportunity to be forgiven for all of their sins if they just accept. So basically, I want to give my life to Christ. I want to be his disciple. I want to be his advocate. I want to be his example. I don't want to live my life because it wasn't doing anything for me when I was just living for it on my own. I want to live how you want me to live it. I'm sacrificing my life for you to show you how much I love you, to show you how thankful I am, and to get these other people to the place that I am in right now. That is my true and proper worship. Yeah, when I get into the church on Sunday and the worship team is rocking and jamming, that is great. That is worship. He loves that. He loves for you to put your hands in the sky and say, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. He loves that. But he also loves when you bring somebody into the kingdom. 
when you show a great example of who he is. That is your true and proper worship. And that's all he wants, y'all. That is all he wants from us. And he don't even force us to do that. It's an option. Like Paul said, I urge you. I appeal to you. I plead with you. And if we don't, y'all, he's still going to be merciful. He's still going to be gracious. That's how good of a God that we serve. All right, then. So I want to add right now, if you happen to be watching this and you have never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, right now is the best time for you to do so. So I do want to offer you salvation. Through Jesus Christ, we are all offered the opportunity to have a personal relationship with God. All we have to do is accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior. So, if you haven't done so, it's really easy. All you have to do is repeat this short prayer after me. Y'all ready? Lord Jesus, I know without you, I'm lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I give you the throne of my heart to lead and guide me in the way I should go. Thank you for forgiving me for my sins and delivering me from my sins. In Jesus' name, amen. It's just that simple. You are now a part of the kingdom of God. Welcome to the family. Y'all ready to be set apart? Because that's what we're about to do through this series. If you did repeat that prayer after me, be sure to connect with the Bible Teaching Church. We always leave our church's live stream link in the description box below where we go live at 8.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time every Sunday morning. I guess I should lead us out in prayer. <laughs> so, Father God, I want to thank you for this journey that you have placed Ashley and I on. I want to thank you for everyone out there looking at this video right now, God. I want to pray that through this series that we all learn how to be set apart with your glory, God. I pray that we all learn the true value of what being holy is and how we can be your light and not let the enemy have power over our insecurities and that we can all learn to treat our body as a temple. I pray, Lord, that whenever anyone out there feels weak, they will allow your power for their strength, God. And I just pray if Ashley and I ever have any hard times during this journey that you come in and you speak through us. It is my prayer that everyone out there is going to be healed through this series and people are going to fall in love with themselves and see themselves as you see them God and I pray that on my tough days that you come in and you show me that I am worthy that I am valuable that I am fearfully and wonderfully made God and I thank you for coming in and speaking to me and always being there for me and allowing me to go on this journey of self-worth God Thank you for the healing that's going on, and thank you for when that healing manifests, and I can walk in the full glory of who you created me to be. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Like I said, we are going to talk about being the light, insecurities, and our temple. So let us know which one you are most excited about, and we also have some amazing interviews lined up for the month of June, so be on the lookout for those. Next Tuesday, be on the lookout for our live interview with Mariah Faith. She does have a YouTube channel. Y'all be sure to go ahead and subscribe to her. And then be here at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time sharp to see our live interview with her. Where she's going to talk about being comfortable 
and being set apart. So I'm very excited for that discussion. And as always with every single series, we always like to include a free principle for everyone. So the principle for this series is going to be a journey of healing and self-worth. So if you've ever had issues with showing yourself as the light in this world, ever had issues with any insecurities or treating your body as a temple, definitely click the link below in the description to download this free printable where we're going to go through the journey of all of that and heal with God and each other. We have a sisterhood here, our familyhood, just in case we have some guys out there. We have a family here and we're all here for each other. So definitely download that and then Make sure you follow us on all of our social medias where you can be in contact with us. And then also, if you do have any prayer requests during this series, please be sure to send those to obediencepodcast at gmail.com and we will always be in agreement with you. And if you are listening on any of our podcast streaming services, mm-hmm. be sure to leave us a review. It will really help us grow in the podcast community. And then please don't forget to go ahead and share this video with five friends. Like Ashley says, that's one, two, three, four, and five. So share with five friends and be sure to share with that friend that you just thought of. They need it. That's why God lays them on your heart. All right. I think that's everything, y'all. Again, I want to thank you so much for watching this. And I cannot wait to get into this series with you guys and see the end result of what we're going through. I want to thank everybody who's going to go on this journey. And if you do have any tips, leave it down below for all of us to see on any area that I talked about. And just remember to go out there and be a living sacrifice every day of your life. He gave us the ultimate sacrifice, so we should be able to sacrifice our bodies for him. But until next time, as always, be obedient. I'll see y'all next time. Bye.